There's more new music. We're going to get into it. Part two this week on Dropping Sunday. Welcome to Dropping Sunday. I'm one of your hosts, Seth. And I'm your other host, Andrea. If this is your first time around here, we're so excited to have you. Just a couple notes. We're not here to get you saved. We're also not here to tick you off. Although either of those things could happen, and if they do, we want to know about yeah, it. Yes, this is a podcast by Christians for Christians, but you don't have to believe to belong. You can join the drop conversation at Dropping Sunday on all the things. You can support the show financially at patreon.com slash dropping sunday or uh, you want to support the merch dropping sunday.com slash merch hey andrea yeah how are your words because mine are not working mine are fine your words are good my yeah. words are yeah good. how's your heart my heart's good do you ever find yourself at well like just wanting to ask somebody how's your heart i find myself doing it a lot uh, do you do it at work yes like i want to be your- like Yes. That's so great. Because I want to be like, oh, you doing okay? How's your heart? I, that's what I want to, like, I just want to like, but but it's so awkward. Oh, yeah. I, I mean, one of my employees listens to the podcast. One, really? One. And and she she actually texted me uh, today. She was getting caught up. She's a uh-huh. little bit behind. Um, Is and she the she, one that sent me the bless your heart no, magnet? No. Okay. Because I still have that on my fridge. That's awesome. So, uh, so no, not her. The other one. There's another one. She texted me. She was like, that Bucky story. of. Uh, she was like, oh, my goodness. What in the world? And then it, when someone sends me a note mm-hmm. that I know that about the podcast, mm-hmm. it always makes me super nervous because I'm like, oh, no. What's what's happening? Me too. I had, um, I had somebody be like, uh, Seth, nobody really, like, you're, 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 you, <laughs> I'm apparently I put on a good uh show at work. People think uh-huh. I'm very buttoned up and professional. It's very what? funny. What? It's very funny. It's How very, in the world? It's very funny. Um like I don't know that you've ever like other than like forced times of when I have to wear a tuxedo or a suit, like I dress like I want to dress. Sneakers, jeans, t-shirts, yeah. right? Like that if anybody at work ever saw me in jeans, they would lose their minds. What? Yes. You never wear jeans? No. Not even like nice ones? No. No, I'm I'm a I'm 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 a slacks and button down shirt at a minimum. I wear a jacket every day, even when it's 110 outside at work. Ugh. And then yes. Okay. So somebody was like, Yeah, I just don't know like what you think about things. And and I I'm really curious. because uh, they asked if I if I why why am I not Facebook friends? with them. Oh. And I was like, oh, I'm not Facebook friends with anybody that I work with. And this is on purpose because mm-hmm. I, uh, I don't want to know what you do. Yeah. Like I don't want, you know, I mean, uh, I, don't, I don't mind you knowing what I do now. I'm pretty, pretty reserved. But if you start going like back into my catalog at Facebook, mm-hmm. you're gonna be like, oh, here's his thoughts on Obama and gun control. And like, like this is a bad idea <laughs> for, right. for current, that was 20, that was 20 ish years ago. Close enough. You know, Sure. sure. Maths are, maths is hard. Maths um, is hard. So is time. 15, so 15 years ago. It's yeah. cl- still close enough. And so, um, you know, th- those types of things. Mm-hmm. And, and she goes, well, now I'm kind of curious what you think about things. And I'm like, listen. Don't ask questions you don't want the answers to. Because listen, there's a podcast that's out motto. there. And, and character Seth is pretty close to real Seth. <laughs> He's pretty close. Not a whole lot of difference. Uh, I mean, there are times when I am antagonistic for the sake of the show. Mm-hmm. 
And I would never be antagonistic in real life. Never. You don't do that because it's just fun for you. No, no, Mm -hmm. no. Do you have anybody that you know, like outside of church? Like, is is there anybody that listens to the show that you know they listen to the show that you're surprised by? Is there anybody like not in your uh, faith circle that that listens? Not that I'm aware of. Yeah. Now, when I started my new job uh, almost two years ago, January will be two years, um, and they sent out the note to the entire company. Yeah. We put in, and I wrote it. I wrote that I have a podcast. So I have no idea if there's anybody in our company. Here's the thing. I'm going to ask if we have work-based podrishners. Let us know. Let us know. We we are. Oh, do this if you are a, if you are a work based <laughs> podrishner of Andrea. My handle is at Seth. <laughs> I want you to let me know, but don't let her know. Don't let me know. And, and I don't know if I want to know. And, well, if you're one of my work based, mm-hmm. right? And I, I've never said my company or really kind of what I do. I yeah. just I say medical sales, and that's not even true. Right. It's not even really That's what even, I do. Yeah. Um, but if you're in that circle, um, at Andrea Jordana, mm-hmm. and let let her know that that uh, and maybe we'll tease each other with it's it. Jordana, but close enough. Jordana, mm-hmm. I apologize. It's okay. No, that's 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 bad. No, it's I mean, spelled you've, you've spelled ne- the same. You've never had any reason to like say my middle name. No, and you've never been in trouble with me. Um, let's. Uh, no, that's not true. That's fair. Uh, <laughs> let's talk about some new music, shall yes. we? Okay, we've got we got three albums to go through yeah. today. Um, I where picked do you last time. Start? You pick. <sighs> okay, well, I'm gonna I'm gonna save new the the one that you haven't heard for the end. Then okay, let's go, Kirk Franklin. Okay, okay, because I think people might have been waiting on this one. Um, the new album is called Father's Day, and. Um, it wasn't originally going to be called Father's Day, but uh, then he found a way to uh, monetize his trauma. And so, so that terrible. was, can I say something like I was trying to be funny just now, but now I don't know that I can refute what I just said. I don't know if you can either. <laughs> <laughs> I'm afraid it might be s- somewhat true. All right. Um. We played a couple of these tracks uh, whenever they were available to be played mm-hmm. uh, back in uh, back when we talked about the actual show. I will. Uh, what What is your favorite track on the album so far? You still love us. Ooh, come on, let's go. He is still Kirk Franklin, isn't he? Gosh, I love that 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 music hook of the piano just at the beginning. Yeah. Listen, say what you want to about the guy monetizing his trauma or whatever. <laughs> if he gonna put out songs like this, keep you do what you do, Kirk Franklin. You are going to get Kirk Franklin. Yeah. Okay, like that's the thing is that. Um, this also, while this sounds fresh and new, it also sounds 
like God's property. If it feels familiar yes, while being... That's the right way to say it. While being new yes. and different yes. and exciting. That's right. But familiar. That's right. Um, okay. that's It's real good. Can I tell you what I would... I would pay real cash monies yeah. to be in a recording session with Kurt Franklin just to see what he could pull out of me. Have you... Did you know that Julie used to go to the one and see practices? Yeah, I think so. I think we yeah, talked about yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, So one of her friends was uh, was in one and see, mm-hmm. and so she got to like go and like just be in the yeah. in the building, and she's like, it's crazy what he gets out of. Yeah. But in that documentary, um, he was getting on to his people mm-hmm. about no, no, no. It needs to sound like this, and I think that that's that's something that might be lost on people who aren't musicians or mm-hmm. who. Um, haven't really spent time in a recording studio. It's always, it, you know, we are very fortunate to have a really nice recording studio where we mm-hmm. where we go to church. And um, we get to utilize that from time to time. And it's always fun to see the people who have never been in a recording studio. Yeah. And then to see people that they know as pastor become producer. Mm-hmm. It's a different hat that you have to totally put on. Totally different. And it's, uh, it, it's, a lot of, it's a lot of fun. It is. It's a lot of fun to, to have somebody be like, nope, it's wrong. Start it again. Do it again. <laughs> Yeah, it's great. Yeah, it, it, it's a lot of fun. And I think for someone like a Kirk Franklin, who he, the man must dream in musical arrangements yeah. and dream in these harmonies yeah. because I he's got to wake up and just be like, that's it. And then go in and he's got such a clear vision. You can tell every track that you listen to, you can tell he had a very clear vision, very specific sound yeah. and feeling that he wanted. That's right. And he just draws it out of the people. And that's the thing. He's he's not singing. No. He's dropping in a line here or there talking yeah. for most of these songs. He's not singing. It's it's his group, his singers or yeah. whoever it is that he brought in. I'm still a fan of the song All Things. Mm. Yeah. Can I talk to you? Yeah, you can talk to me. Thanks, Kirk. Every time. I've got some questions. What's the hardest thing you're going through? Talk about it. Talking about mountains, talking about pain, talking about my life, when will it change? Talking about all things, God can do all things. Yeah, and it, again, very familiar. Yeah. I thought that this song was 20 years old. Yeah. Right? Because it mm-hmm. feels that familiar, but it's not. And it, and it, it it's, it's good. All right. We got to get into some of the, the collabs here. Yeah. I'm going to go with again. Again, yes. Chandler Moore, Tori Kelly, Jonathan McReynolds. Goodness gracious. I was born at the end. Never learned how to fly. You shut up, Chandler Moore. Loneliness was my friend. So when the storm came, I looked deep in my soul. When the planet got loud, I knew just where to go. There's a secret place far above all the things I see. Where peace like a river flows to encourage me. See, I don't know how. Listen, when you get this level of talent on a record, it's gonna be good. 
I mean, mm-hmm. if they were just going to sing, you know, Jesus loves me, this I know, it would still be amazing. To encourage me. See, I don't know how. All right, get out of here. So that's again. Um, any thoughts on that other than it, just stop? Other than it's just so good. And then the next album, the next, sorry, the next song, again and again. Yes. So one of the critiques that I have about Kirk Franklin songs in general mm-hmm. um, is sometimes lyrics can get lost mm-hmm. um, whenever the idea is the full arrangement and not yeah. necessarily. Um, that's why whenever it starts soft and it's very crisp, I really appreciate that because then they tell me what the words are going to be later. Right. Right. Whenever yeah. you can't hear that at mm-hmm. all. But uh, but yeah, there's that. And I loved, um, I, when I was listening to this, I was listening to again. I didn't even realize that the track had moved on to again and again because they're. I think they're made to uh, complement one another. Okay, so here's the end of again as it rolls in. And we're already into it again and again. Yeah. I, I will say, I feel like we talked about it last time with Corey Asbury's album. Listen to it beginning to end. Yeah. This is one you should also listen to beginning yeah. to end. It, you know, artists will curate how they want a full album to be. Mm-hmm. There are times when they'll drop a track here and there, but um, if they just wanted to drop tracks, they just drop singles. You can right. do, totally do that nowadays and get paid just the same amount of money. Mm-hmm. When someone's putting out a full album, listen to the album. Yeah. And and that doesn't mean there's not going to be one song that's going to be the thing that you pull out and and highlight, mm-hmm. but there's there's something else there. It ends with... Um, it ends with the last track, Somebody's Son, which is kind of the most autobiographical song on the album. You would force me to see love so differently. Fighting battles few have ever won. Truly you're somebody's son. Is this him singing? Yes, I was going to say yeah. this is the one that he sings. Yeah. And now you can tell why he pulls Chandler Moore and stuff in. It's not because he's a bad singer. It's because he, that's not his his highest gifting. Right. Yeah. All right. Um, Father's Day, Kirk Franklin. Good album. It's great. It, it really is. If, if you are a Kirk Franklin fan, again, you will find it familiar and yet new and and exciting like you're going to find something new that you can get into but it's also going to feel very familiar to god's property and and the family and all of that another album that's going to feel familiar because it's all songs you've heard before (laughs) but man the way that she does them (sighs) tell me about it all right so it's finally here natalie grant dropped her album seasons um it came out on october 6th and uh, you better believe the first track I went to was Another Time, Another Place. Oh, okay. What? <laughs> I mean, yes. 
It was the one I was most excited for. Love the arrangement. So good. And that's Jonathan McReynolds singing with her, who we just listened to yeah. on again. Yeah, that's right. With Kirk Franklin. I love the, it's a very modern arrangement. Yes. Now, by the way, do I still love the synth? Yes, I do. <laughs> yeah. But I do like this arrangement. Yeah, I do too. It kind of makes me wish that people still did sing inspirations. You know what I'm saying? I know, me too. All right, stop it. I hate them. So I hate both of those people the, so much. Here's the thing that I was thinking about yeah. listening to it because I'm like you. I I love the arrangement, the new feel that that she brought to it. Um, but here's the risk you run when you do an entire album of covers, yeah. which is what this is. Yes. Every one of these songs, somebody else sang first. Yes. Um, or maybe multiple somebody sure, sure, sang sure, sure. first. Um, and so originally when I listened to it, I was so excited because I, I told you, I, I, when we talked about this several weeks ago, I said that track is going to like, I'm excited about that one. The risk you run is when you've got such an iconic song sung by iconic singers, yeah. your ear is expecting that. Right. My ear was expecting Sandy Patty and Wayne Watson. Right. And I got Natalie Grant and Jonathan McReynolds, which is not bad. No. In fact, it's incredible. Yeah. But it took me a minute. You have to kind of let go. Yes. You of, have to. Of your preconceived notions. Exactly. And you yeah. kind of have to listen to it and think, okay, this is the same song, but it's not. Yeah. And then you can kind of break through. And I think that's going to be the case on several of these songs. Okay. So let's just talk. Let's, I, I just, I, I kind of want to go through every track. I know. Cause um, they're all so good. They're all really good. <laughs> we'll do it the best we can. Um, this is not an album that you don't have to shuffle. Like you can shuffle yeah, this album. Like there, this one is not, uh, she's not telling a narrative no. throughout this one. So you're, you're okay. The, we're going to go in order just because, mm-hmm. uh, except for the, the fact another time another place is number eight. So let's go back to number <laughs> one in Christ alone. Let it be said of me, my source of strength, my source of hope is Christ alone. So not a revolutionary arrangement, just a song sang well. Yes. A great song sang well. Now, let me ask you, was this the In Christ Alone you were expecting? Or did you think it was going to be the Getty, Keith and... Um, hmm. Which you, one is that one? You know, the uh, In Christ Alone, my hope is found. The, he is my... Yeah, yeah. that's okay, the yeah, one yeah, I yeah. was expecting. And so when I turned this one on, it, I was like... Yeah. Hold on a second. Yeah. yeah and, I, yeah. and I had forgotten about this song. So that in Christ Alone, um, 
is more of like a modern hymn yes. as opposed to an old worship song. Exactly. And so I don't know what I was really expecting, uh-huh. but when I heard it, I was like, oh, I know this song. Yes. And again, I just, I loved it. Just yeah. immediately, I loved it. And I had forgot, completely forgotten about this one. I used to love this song. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm sure you had it on a cassette somewhere oh, sure to sing. Um, okay, next next one is You Will Be Found, Natalie Grant, Corey Asbury. And every time you call out, you're a little less alone. And oh, and if you only say the word, from across the silence, your voice is heard. And oh, even when the dark comes crashing through, when you need a friend to carry you. So this is from Dear Evan Hansen, um, originally sung by Ben Platt uh, as kind of, uh, well, when he was covering up the fact that he is a terrible person. So, um, <laughs> but the song itself is is yeah. really good and it, it has captured an entire generation of yes. people, uh, especially of theater goers. Um, the, the idea of you will be found. It's it, it's great. We've talked about it before on the show. Yeah, because this one was actually released months ago. And it's why it has five times the listens as anything else it's but also understandable it's really really good this next one way threw me off oh yeah yeah it's shackles uh uh, mary mary and by the way she's they're doing she's doing it with mary mary Mary, Mary. That part right there, that call and response, is not in the original. And it threw me, and then I went, Oh, I like that a lot. This is a very smart arrangement. Um, Like, like the horns feel fresh and old at the same time. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Like, okay, a horn section, not something Mm -hmm. you get, but then it's a funky horn, bro. It's real good. I'm getting into horns again. Like I'm just, yeah. just like if no. you're like Tacoa and th- those types of bands yeah. that have like horns and stuff. Like, what is this? Because it's musicians and instrumentalists who are good at what they do. Yes. It's a joy to listen. Yeah. yeah, it brings joy to hear it. When is Scott making a comeback? I mean, why not today? I I, I agree. <laughs> listen, you're not gonna get, uh, you're not gonna get me uh, offended with anything. Okay. <laughs> So this song, when I saw the title of it, mm-hmm. I had no clue what this song was. Mm. Is that fair? It's yeah. called We Will Stand. It's got Tornwells, Jacqueline Carr, and Kane. Yeah. So like some some big people, but not together. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Right. Like, not, like, not who your brain is. I'm not going like. to put Kane with Tornwells. Mm. I'm just not. Okay. Uh, and, and the song is actually this one. You're my brother. And I started laughing. <laughs> I was like, what?
I mean, again, a modern arrangement mm. of it. That's fine. And done great. Yeah. I hated this song as a kid. <laughs> she didn't make me love it. That's okay. Personally. Yeah. That's just, I think we might've just overdid it a little bit too sure. much. I and I could, I think back at Rose Heights, there was plenty of times mm-hmm. when we'd start singing this song and then like, we'd have to hold hands across the aisles. Oh, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like sway. And it was, by the way, you swayed with me just I now. Did. And that was fun. Um, I didn't put my hands up though. Sorry. No, like, yeah, that where, <laughs> where I look like a two-year-old pretending to fly, you know? Woo. Okay. <laughs> uh, what are your thoughts on this one? Um, so I didn't have the, the history with this song that you apparently have. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, it's, it's probably not going to be like, I'll probably skip it a few times in the rotation. You know what I mean? Yeah, I don't know that I'll ever do listen to I, it again. I don't know that it's one that I'll listen to a lot. But but I'm not saying you shouldn't. No. If, if you're like, man, I re- I love that yeah. song. Hey, it's not for me. It's fine. And it's fine. But, I mean, Torn Wells, Jacqueline Carr yeah. is amazing. It's Kane. well done. Yeah, they yeah. sound great on it. Um you know, I I was laughing listening to uh, listening to this album, thinking, okay, so it's Natalie Grant's album, mm-hmm. so that obviously means she starts every song. She, I would hope so. She gets top billing, <laughs> yeah. you know? And, and then I was thinking, well, how does that work when she's doing Shackles with the original artist? Like, yeah. You know, but in this one, uh, she she gets top billing, but ever all of the all of the vocalists get a, a chance to shine, yeah. and you know the harmonies are great. Uh, this is produced by her husband Bernie and Herms, he, by the way, who is just did a phenomenal job. This album sounds good. so good. Oh my word, it really, really does. And okay, he does most of the arrangements too. I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, uh, if you need a vocalist to shine, you don't have to give her much of an opportunity because Cece Wyman's. With my tribute, otherwise known as "To God Be the Glory," I believe uh, originally an Alvin Slaughter joint, right? Yeah. Andre Crouch. Yeah. By the way. I feel like I'm really close. <laughs> I just want to say, I feel like I was close enough. Oh, you said it and I went, yeah, no, no that's, that's not right. right. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, phenomenal. Andre Crouch uh, joint, not Alvin Slaughter. Sorry. Um, I like how people got offended there for about 45 they seconds. Did, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's fine. Um, you know, if you're going to be offended, then there's one voice that can calm you down. <laughs> Um, and that is the song Step by Step. It's got Natalie Grant, obviously. Um, but more importantly, if there's anybody, I mean, it's even more than CeCe Winans. I love Dolly so much. So step-by-step, it's really fantastic. I'm going to show you this little article. This is uh, dollymania.net. 
This is a Christmas concert from way back when. Here's Dolly in a um, in a reindeer costume, mm-hmm. and uh, she came out on stage and she was like, "I'm feeling horny tonight" because she's wearing the horns and stuff. <laughs> and she'd be like, "You like my rack?" I mean, she's just a just a consummate professional. <laughs> um, I'm just gonna point out. I'm gonna zoom in on that guy right there. Does that guy look familiar? Huh? Who's that guy? That guy is your boy. No. Yeah, that's me back when I had hair. <laughs> like when I was a punk rock kid. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's um, me the way you're like leaning in. Because I'm because I mean, look at her. I- She's <laughs> phenomenal. She's <laughs> wonderful in all the ways. But that's my video, uh, my, my photo evidence that I that I got to sing on stage with Dolly. And I keep it in my phone. Like you saw how quickly I pulled that up. Oh right? yeah. That was real fast. Yeah. 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 That's hilarious. All right. Next song um, is just Natalie by herself singing. I need you. did this one huh who did this one originally leanne rhymes really yeah so okay so the this album yeah by natalie gray all of these songs have um a special meaning to her throughout a different season of her life okay hence the title seasons, seasons. got it. this particular song she had moved to nashville and she was singing demos mm. for record companies to send out to the well-known singers. Yeah. She sang the demo for this. Shut And then up. Leanne Rimes recorded it. Wow. I know. Isn't that fun? What a great story. Look at you coming all prepared and stuff. I like it. Okay. Uh, we already did another time, another place. Um, <sighs> this next one. I know. I know. I'll take your Um, by the way, if that don't get your motor revving, I don't know. Sorry, we just had church for a second. I'm sorry. I started talking that I could. If you don't know that this is bridge over troubled water already, turn in, like, just turn this off. But Tasha Cobbs, let's go. I can't anymore. So good. Oh my gosh. Listen to that harmony. <sighs> okay. Last one. Make <sighs> this is make you feel my love. I love this so much. When the evening shadows and the stars appear, there is no one there to dry your tears. I could hold. For a million years to make you feel my love. I know so this is Gloria Grant, uh, Bella Herms, Grace Herms, and Sadie Herms. So, um, do you know a backstory behind this one? So Gloria Grant is her mother, and those are her three daughters. No doubt in my mind where you belong. 
All right. Well, phenomenal. Um, um, also, let me just throw this out there. If anyone ever needs me to sing that song at their wedding, give me a call. Oh, yeah. I dude. love the song. I've recorded it for a friend's wedding. Oh, really? Years, several years ago. And I'm like, I have, have always wanted to sing it live. So just give me a call. Um, who, it won't who, sound like that, but give me a call. <laughs> who originally does that one? That's a. Well, Adele recorded it, but she's not the original. I'm seeing Bob Dylan. And by the way, Christian artist. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> let's see uh let's see what his sounds like <laughs> <laughs> If you ever want one that sounds like Bob Dylan, give your boy a call and I <laughs> make you feel I kind of love it too. Oh yeah, no, it, there's nothing wrong with it. Mm-hmm. And then Adele Adele released it on I want to say 19. Yeah, I mean, cool. We're not going to this isn't the Adele podcast. We won't do that one. That's so good. Okay. Last album. Okay? Okay. Elevation Rhythm. This is the young people, as you called them, because you're because you're an old. The young people from Elevation Yay. Church. It's the, their youth band. Um, their new album called This Is the Gospel. Okay, here here is the title track. Okay. Okay. Okay, stop. Um, here here's the thing. We're already in four part harmony. Mm-hmm. An acapella with just percussion. With a youth group? Mm-hmm. With a youth group? Heck yeah. Let's do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In the beginning, you sent the earth spinning. Bro. Fashioned us from the dust. Okay. A baritone? Mm. We're not screeching for the rafters anymore? Hallelujah. A baritone? Yeah, I'm here <sighs> for it. Came the garden, we became the fallen. Sin made us lose our way. Oh, but the love that's too good to give up said, of course, for amazing grace. This is the gospel. This is the good news. Tell everybody how he said. Okay, so that's the title track, okay? That is not the one I wanted to play for you. This is the track called Praises. Um, and the first lyric is important. So here we go. All my friends just want to be famous. Live in life with a lot of time wasted. I choose you. You was missing. I choose you. Now I'm different. Everyone say I'm raising the business. I've got no name. So let's talk. Don't face me. I'm going to miss you. Bro, those chords got me out of nowhere. Like, where did those chords come from? What is happening? This idea of like, all my friends just want to be famous and I choose you. What? (laughs) For a generation that lives Mm -hmm. just to be like, did you follow my stories? Did you see my TikTok? No, I choose you. Oh my gosh. Now I'm different, 
guys, that listen, this goes so, so hard. Uh, when a bass line is doing a riff and then just starts playing chords on the bass, because mm-hmm. why not? Because because sure. we're going to highlight the bass. Yes. <laughs> oh, my gosh. So good. Um, and then uh, there's another track on this album that I really like called Purify. Her name is Elizabeth Rosa. Somebody's been listening to that Sunday service album. Those harmonies, bro. I'm just there. There is not a youth music group that should be this good Mm -hmm. like screw these people you know what i'm saying (laughs) so mad at you i'm so mad but of course it's elevation and they have a very high standard for their music this is less consumable than what they put out for the masses i'm Mm -hmm. just gonna be honest it's not gonna be everybody's cup of tea but it should be that's all i'm saying and and youth are into it man Mm -hmm. this is good music yeah what are we doing all right you know, I um I was listening to a podcast a couple weeks ago. Don't name it. No free advertisements. Um okay, I won't. But the uh it was <laughs> they were interviewing Paul Simon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. From Simon and Garfunkel. And speaking um, of Bridge Over Troubled Water. Exactly. Um, but he was talking about they were asking him, like, what what were some of your musical influences and things like that? And um, first of all, you need to listen to that episode. Okay. Because you would Love it. Okay. Just he really gets into some musicality. Um that is it's just is so interesting to listen to someone who is really smart yeah. in that way and who Oh, so a peer is what you're saying. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um and someone whose brain works works yeah. in that way because yeah, yeah, it's yeah. just different. But he was specifically talking about um musical influences and he was saying, you know, uh, because he he is known for a genre of music called world music. And he goes, you know, world, he said, it's all just music. Yeah. And he said, what we listen to here, what we knew as like the, um, uh, the rock and roll in the 50s and the 60s and the, and the Zydeco and rhythm and blues and jazz and all of these things, he said, they're all influenced by other sounds and other things. And we, we, First of all, let's just talk about how America is so American centric mm-hmm. that it's American music and then world music. Right. Well, right. How, how dumb, is, dumb that? is that? How dumb but Especially is when that? every every part of the music that you listen to today here in America has been influenced by music from another country and by music from another culture. That's right. And you you gotta open your mind a little bit sometimes and and say and, and you know I think we joked about it the last time that I'm like I'm easy on movies I'm easy on music like yeah. there's not a lot that's gonna um make me not want to listen to something right. like you know I like yeah. to I like to listen to all sorts of things because it, it you just gotta open your mind and 
I feel like there this elevation rhythm is very influenced by sounds from other countries. Yeah. It doesn't sound like, and the reason that it, it may grate on some people and it may take a little while for them to warm up to it is because it's not like what you listen yeah. to. It's not an easy listening song, but man, can it, music does something to yeah. you. And <clears throat> That's not a bad thing. Yeah. You know, we talk about power key changes and we talk oh. about people using them to um, uh, elicit emotions and elicit uh, these feelings in people. But the truth is, that's just the way music is designed. That's the way God designed music. Yeah. He created music and he made it to to reach a part of you that other things can't. And I literally had this conversation with my mom a few weeks ago that sometimes music can reach a person that nothing else can. I can I can sit here and I can spout truth to you all day long. I can spout facts and uh, s- stats and all of these things, but sometimes it's the truth that you hear in a music uh, in a musical way that is going to reach you, and that's not a bad thing. Pardon my rant. <clears throat> No, you can rant away. Um, here, here's the thing. Music is designed to move us. Yeah. It, it really is. Um, you know the Bible? You, you, you know the Bible, right? Yeah, familiar. familiar. Yeah. <laughs> it says, out of the hollow of your being will flow rivers of living water. Mm-hmm. Like it talks about the depths of your being. The word in the original, like in the original language that talks about that, that hollow is the same word that's used as the mouthpiece of the shofar. Mm. That like we are an instrument. Mm -hmm. What we say, what we do, we are the instrument. We are designed to be the mouthpiece. Um, That's one of the reasons, hey, theology talk, you ready? It's one of the reasons Satan hates us so much. Mm. Because when Lucifer was in charge of producing music in heaven, he's in charge of putting it together. You know what Lucifer can't do? He is not an instrument. Mm. He can't make his own music. He has to use an instrument to make music. Right. We are our own instrument. Uh, everything that we say and do can be an act of worship. We the We can lead worship in conversation. We can lead worship in singing. We can make music just in ourselves. He can't do that. That's one of the reasons he hates us so much is because the thing that he's really good at, we just like, it, but he was really good by putting all the music together. It's just something that's built into us and mm. we take for granted. We take for granted the fact that we are an instrument of praise in the courtroom of the Lord. And that is amazing to think about. It's so mind blowing. Okay. Have you ever, um, ha- you've, you've been around shofar blast before. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Have you ever, uh, had someone, um, like, I mean, like, no, I'm just thinking like about the, the, I'm just about the last time I heard a show. For I would blast. love to, I would love to hear this. <laughs> well, okay. Well, clearly I can't leave that in. Um, so, um, have you ever been around someone who has blown a new shofar? Yes. I was at Brownsville for two years. Like, yes. There were shofars all, all over, over the place. place. Inside a new shofar is dead flesh. Mm. And when you blow it, when, when you blow in a new shofar, if the flesh hasn't been cleared out, 
it stinks. It mm. smells up the entire room. It really, really does. Mm-hmm. Um, while there is something freeing and liber- liberating about and 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 meaningful about a a horn blast, mm-hmm. and that might be one of the reasons I'm getting into horns so much recently. I don't know, but when you get there's something liberating about a horn blast, right? Mm-hmm. It's amazing unless it's full of flesh mm. and then it stinks. Okay. Just for, for Padrishners out there who I just, dad, Seth wants to put his arm around you and just set, tell you if you're trying to worship from a place of flesh, mm. you are an instrument, but what's coming out stinks to everybody else. Mm. It can be the right note. It can be the right rhythm. It can be right. Everything. But if what's inside you is flesh, it stinks when it comes out. And so we are designed to be shofars. But it also means we've got to get the flesh out. Because because Satan doesn't mind a stinky instrument. But he does mind whenever we're presenting a pleasing sound mm-hmm. to the Lord. And it's a fragrant offering. He, 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 he minds that kind of thing. And so, uh, I don't know. Theology talk with, with Seth and Andrea. <laughs> You want to get into the bee? You want to do silliness <laughs> now? Let's oh, silliness. Okay. Oh, no, not the bees! Not the bees! Ah! Onlookers watch in horror as Pastor tragically botches handshake. Um, oh, no. <laughs> um, since we ended up with a, with a youth thing, um, it's my favorite thing to see older people try to do whatever's cool and hip and just miss it. It's because I'm the guy that, that I do it on purpose. Mm-hmm. And if I do it on purpose, then I get to laugh at myself and you can't uh-huh. laugh at me, but it's, oh, but, but really, yeah, no, no, but really like I'm doing it because I, I don't know what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, you know, there was a time during COVID where people would like rub elbows, like literally mm-hmm. like, you know, and, and, and I did that way longer than I should have, like, like way longer than I mm-hmm. should have, like putting on my elbow. People are like, that's strange. Okay. We shake hands again. You're not even wearing a mask. What are you doing? <laughs> so you're not wearing a mask, but you can't touch my hand. Right, right. Um, Got it. So the picture on this one, I'm just going to show you the picture. It's uh, one person reaching out a hand and another person with a fist bump. <laughs> yeah, um, doing the. It's oh, and then you end up like yeah, turkey is what we do. It's called a turkey. I know, but someone always grabs the yeah, fist. Yeah, then you grab it, which is great. Yeah. Um, that's the bee. <laughs> Which are not for me. My not for me this week uh, are people who uh, don't understand. Okay, so the the days are getting shorter as we yes. get further into the end of the year. We are now in the third, the third. We are now in the fourth quarter of the year. Yeah, the last three months. Correct. Um, and the days are getting shorter, so you need to turn your headlights on earlier. Yeah. In the day okay. than you're used to. Yeah. I was driving down the road the other day and there was a car in front of me that I didn't see until I was almost upon them because mm. they don't have their headlights on, which means they don't have any lights on the back. Right, the rear lights. Yeah, the yeah, rear yeah. lights are not on either. So guys, five o'clock, go ahead. If if you don't have automatic lights, go ahead and just go and flip, flip them on. Them on. Yeah. Make make life better for yourself and, and everyone on the road with you. Yeah. Okay. Just a little PSA. Oh, I get Yeah. I just don't want to hit anybody. Yeah, I mean, we were driving so fast that you came up on them. And you, I mean, 
Well, I just mean it's it wasn't like, like they were at a red light or anything because they didn't even seen the brake. Lights. I would have seen the brake lights. Yeah, no, you, were, you were driving down the highway and you just ran up on them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah, you're driving so fast. Have you considered slowing down? No. Okay, that's that's perfect. <laughs> I was going fine. the speed limit. It's perfectly fine. That's great. That's great. I was going the speed limit. Yeah, sure, sure. Plus you five. Yeah, yeah. Plus five. Yeah, yeah always, yeah, always. Which you're not for me. My not for me is the amount of conspiracy theories that are happening right now regarding Taylor Swift and Travis Kelsey. Mm. Um, for those of you who don't know, um, Taylor Swift is a musical artist. And she's, chas- like she's chasing clout with one of the greatest football players alive today, um, Travis Kelsey. I don't even have to explain who Travis Kelsey is. I mean, everybody knows he's tied in for the cheese. Like, everybody knows that. Uh-huh. But it's not, I might need to explain who Taylor Swift is because yeah. um, she's, you know, trying to get famous or whatever. Travis Kelsey is um, not ugly. No, I guess. I mean, I, people Come apparently on. like it. He's, I don't know. He's attractive. Um, sure. Okay. He's attractive. Sure. Um, Don't act like you. And so, but here's the thing. She's from Philadelphia mm-hmm. and um, she's been an Eagles fan her whole life. Mm-hmm. And the Eagles lost to the Chiefs in this last Super Bowl. Right. And so the conspiracy theory is that um, she is going to buy the Chiefs and just, just like destroy them because of what they did to the, uh, the Eagles. That's one of the conspiracy theories. She doesn't care that much about football. No, not and at also, all. Uh, doesn't Travis Kelsey's brother Jason play for the Eagles? Yes, or he did. Does yeah. he still play? Is he playing this for them this year? I haven't. Yeah, paid any um, attention to the Eagles. My favorite thing was um, in Philadelphia. There was mm-hmm. a reserve section for, and it said Taylor Swift. Jason Kelsey's brother, which is great. <laughs> like they don't say, it's pretty great. That's hilarious. It's pretty great. Um, uh, I did see uh, to go along with that because I I am with you. It's kind of annoying. It's just super annoying. But it's also annoying um, that I read a quote from. Uh, so this was a few weeks ago, and I can't. I guess it was a Chiefs game, or it may have been. Taylor Swift was there with a bunch of other famous friends, including like. Blake Lively, Ryan Reynolds. There was there was a whole group of people that you in the picture you would recognize. Uh, several of them. I read a quote from Ryan Reynolds saying that tra- uh, Taylor Swift dating Travis Kelsey is really getting people excited about the NFL. Usually, this level of excitement only happens around the Super Bowl, but now we're only like four or five games in. And everyone's already excited. I, I will say that there are more, um, there there is more estrogen energy. <laughs> there are people who don't typically watch NFL that are, games that right. are watching, and it's like, and it's like, there was one, there was one Babylon B where it said uh, something along the lines of like they cut away from a touchdown pass to see Taylor Swift <laughs> eating a corn dog or something like that. Like, yeah, yeah, I, I get it. And that's, but that was kind of annoying for me to read yeah. him saying that because I'm like, the NFL is a multi-billion dollar yeah. industry. Yeah. Also like Ryan Reynolds, I know that one of your friends is Jake Gyllenhaal. I'm just saying like, <laughs> like we all know that you're team Jake. So what are you doing? Right. Like, it, are you trying to, he's chasing clouds. Yeah. 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 What if the, uh, what if the scarf was a Wrexham scarf? That's a really, really specific joke that four people will understand and they will love it. Okay. <clears throat> 
Ryan Reynolds owns a uh, football team. Uh-huh. No, I'm a the familiar. Wrexham. Yeah. Okay. Say. Okay. Um, <laughs> so that's not for me. I'm tired of talking about um, uh, what Taylor. Taylor Swift. Swift. Yeah. Are you I'm a t- Taylor yeah. Swift fan? Um, hey, for real. For real. Like for real. I saw someone make a very compelling argument this week uh-huh. that she is the best artist ever. Really. You cannot name anybody else who has her level of success without features. She writes all of her own stuff. She doesn't have any other features. The show that she puts on is the next level. Mm. It's better than MJ. Mm. And that was the argument. Is Is there a better pop artist than MJ? Maybe Taylor Swift, well, but like Beyonce, you can't name you can't name ten songs that she didn't have a feature on. There should have somebody else that, yeah. that 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 helps her carry the. Well, the weight. Somebody was telling me that they thought Beyonce's because you know her Renaissance tour is going on right now. Okay, and somebody said that they thought that Beyonce's Renaissance tour was going to make more money than Taylor Swift. Absolutely not. There's no way. No, absolutely not. There's no way. No. It no. hasn't gotten even a fraction no. of the coverage no. that Taylor Swift has. Mm-mm. Sorry. It's just it's There's just, just not. no way. I I would argue the the argument about MJ, I, I would say Taylor Swift is if if he had had at his disposal what she has yeah. in twenty twenty three. I mean, fair. we're we're kind of comparing yeah. apples and oranges because I mean that was 30 years ago sure. and he was putting on an sure. incredible show. Yeah. So if he had any, even half of what she had yeah. today, I think he would, he would be hard. You'd be hard pressed to beat him, yeah. but I, I can appreciate that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Also the fact, you know, she's not. So there's true. She doesn't have that. We know that, that we know that, we, that we Is know Travis younger that than we, her. Well, uh, <laughs> well, I was going to bleep part of it out. Now people are going to pick up all of these. <laughs> You can bleep that out too. Nope, not gonna do it. <laughs> That's a joke. But listen, our thoughts and opinions about this amazing new music that came out this week. So much good music. Oh my gosh. Not the final word, dear listener. It's We'd not. like to hear your thoughts, opinions about any of the things we talked about today. Audrey, how would someone do that? You can let us know. We are at Dropping Sunday on all the things. And he is at Sethford and I'm at Andrea Jordana. Yes, that's right. And then uh, if you want to support the show financially, you can do that at uh, patreon.com slash dropping Sunday. If you want to support the merch, it's droppingsunday.com slash merch. Mm-hmm. If you wanted to support the show non-financially, how would someone do that? You can leave a comment on Apple Podcasts. You can leave a, If you leave a rating, that helps people find us That's easier right. um you can tell a friend or a family member or the cashier at uh Kohl's about uh the podcast and tell them to listen i like how you just get real specific <laughs> like like you're not like uh, uh, the Coles in north richland hills um and you're <laughs> if you go and you talk to patty and uh uh, and, and ask her about Bill. Bill. Bill's been in the hospital for a minute. And he just might ask need her something Bill, else he, you to know, do. You might listen. Hey, hey, here's this podcast. It's a couple of people. They're hilarious and humble, it's and they very weird. And uh, and, and <laughs> yeah, absolutely subscribe because we're going to be back next week ish. Until then, this is oh Seth. yeah, <laughs> this is Andrea. This is dropping Sunday. <laughs> <laughs>